Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Main Street Finance Podcast. I am, of course, Alex, your host, and today we're going to talk about everyone's least favorite financial topic, taxes. As most adults know, there are very few things you can do in America without being hit with some kind of tax. I do need to have a little bit of a disclaimer here. I have been trying very hard to arrange my content so that it is applicable across the world. However, for my international listeners, this episode is going to be specific to the United States. However, if you are curious on the different ways that American citizens are taxed, feel free to listen on. There's probably a lot of ways we get taxed that are the same around the world, but I don't know that for sure, so I can't claim that. Now, there are about a dozen different types of taxes that we as American citizens get hit with. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to talk about what these taxes are and where that money goes. If you are curious as to why we have so many different types of taxes, these are going to be the episodes for you. This week, we're going to talk about the taxes that you rack up when making money. You're listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast where we take the Wall Street bull by the horns to help you achieve your financial goals. Whether it's budgeting, investing, or financial independence, we tackle the big questions in the pursuit of financial literacy. And now, your host. All right, so taxes are a fun subject, and we're going to be covering quite a few of them. So let's categorize them a little to try and make better sense of them. In general, there are three different types of taxes depending on what it is that triggers the tax. You can get taxed on what you earn, on what you buy, and on what you own. This week, we're going to cover the taxes on what you earn, and we're going to cover the other two types over the next few weeks. We're going to go ahead and start with the taxes on what you earn. Mostly, we just call these income taxes. The U.S. federal government, as well as 44 out of the 50 states, charge an income tax. So any money you make from basically any activity falls into this category. Income taxes typically go to both the federal as well as your state government. However, as I mentioned before, there are six states that do not charge an income tax. These income taxes are typically billed to you separately. So you can always look at your pay stub to see how much in income taxes you've paid and to which government entity, whether the federal or the state government. Income taxes are generally based on how much you make. As you earn more and more money, your tax rate increases. If you want a better explanation of that, I have a previous episode called Tax Brackets that'll explain that beautifully. Keep in mind that companies also pay income taxes, same as an individual would. The revenue that the various government entities receive from income taxes don't necessarily go towards anything specific. Mostly just the general expenses that have been already approved by the appropriate appropriations committee. Actually, if you don't know, most government legislative bodies have what is known as an appropriations committee. This committee's job is essentially to make the budget for the government. They say that X amount of dollars will get spent on this thing and Y amount of dollars is going to be spent on this thing. Some of these taxes that we're going to cover this week and the next couple weeks are going to go towards specific things. So I do want to get into the habit of mentioning where the money goes for each type of tax. So that was income taxes. Let's move on to the next tax on what you earn, and that's going to be payroll taxes. Payroll taxes are charged on any income that you get while working a job. So whether you are a full-time employee or an hourly employee for a company, or if you're an independent contractor that does work for a company, you will have to pay payroll taxes. These are different from income taxes, but there's a lot of overlap. If you're an employee for a company, you will pay both income taxes and payroll taxes because you are A, earning an income, and B, that income came from a payroll, so you get hit with both. 
The easy way to remember it is that if you're paying a payroll tax, you are also being charged an income tax. However, not all income comes from a payroll. For example, if you earn interest or dividends from a company or a stock that you own or your bank account pays you interest, that is income, but it is not payroll income because you didn't actively work for it, you weren't paid for it from a job, but it is money you made. So in those cases, you would pay the income taxes, but not the payroll taxes. Have I lost you yet? <laughs> so what are payroll taxes? Payroll taxes are actually a category that covers a handful of other taxes. Payroll taxes typically include Social Security, Medicare, and unemployment taxes. Unlike with income taxes, the money that goes towards these are specifically earmarked for various programs. Your Social Security taxes goes into the Social Security Trust Fund, the Medicare taxes goes towards the Medicare Trust Fund, and unemployment, of course, will go to your state's Unemployment Trust Fund. We've talked about Social Security on several episodes of this show before, but just to summarize it in a few sentences, Social Security is essentially a national pension plan that current employees pay into during their working lives in exchange for monthly payments from the time they turn 65 to the time they die, basically when they retire. It is a system where current employees pay for current retirees. And I say this every time Social Security is brought up, so of course I'm going to do it again. The money you pay into Social Security is not put into an account with your name on it. There are no individual accounts with Social Security. Current employees pay current retirees. But anyway, then you have Medicare. Medicare is a U.S. federal government-run insurance program for people who are either 65 or older, or people younger than 65 that have a disability. Lastly, there's unemployment. Unemployment is actually an insurance program that is managed by each state. Employees pay into the program through taxes, and if you're fired or laid off, you can file for unemployment and receive some income while you're looking for another job. Those three make up payroll taxes, and I've already explained where your money goes for it. In my opinion, those are some great programs, and I'm happy to be paying those taxes. But boy, do I wish those programs were run better. In theory, I love the idea of a social safety net. I just wish it was run a, a lot more effectively. Now, the fun part about payroll taxes is that the employee does not pay all of these taxes. Payroll taxes are actually split about 50-50 between the employee and the employer. So you are going to pay half of those taxes, and your company pays the other half. The last tax on money you earn is from capital gains. The easy way to think about capital gains is that you sold something that you own at a profit. Say you bought a house for $100,000 and then later sold it for $125,000. That additional $25,000 is a capital gain. Maybe you bought $10,000 worth of stock and then you turned around and sold it for $20,000. Well, that's a $10,000 capital gain. Essentially, capital gains are a tax on the increase in value that you get during the time you've owned something. Capital gains taxes are generally lower than regular income taxes. This is because all capital gains taxes are what I like to call a double whammy, or double trouble. People with much fancier sounding job titles call this double taxation. This is because capital gains taxes are the government taxing you for the second time on the same money. Although we haven't talked about it yet in this episode, obviously sales taxes exist. So every time you buy something, you're paying taxes on it. If you sell it for a profit, then you also have to pay capital gains taxes on it. Let's do a quick example. Say you go and buy an engagement ring for $5,000. If there is a 10% sales tax, then you'd pay an additional $500 that just goes to the government. 
Well, let's say for your five-year anniversary, you decide to upgrade your ring. So you go to the jewelry store and you sell the ring to them for $7,000. Well, the government's going to go, hold on, you bought something for $5,000 and sold it for $7,000? Well, that's a $2,000 capital gain. Where's my money? Remember that you've already paid $500 in taxes just to buy the thing, and now you're going to have to pay taxes again to sell it. That is why capital gains taxes are a double tax. Now, I do need to add a few notes to that example. First, don't count on jewelry to appreciate in value. They may appreciate, but jewelry in and of itself, in my opinion, is basically a scam and you're already overpaying drastically. But I'm not going to get into that here. Second, you may be thinking, well, Alex, I didn't pay any taxes when I bought my shares of stock. And that's a decent point. But in the words of Samuel L. Jackson, allow me to retort. Where did you get the money to buy that stock? Well, you probably earned it from your job. And as you know, earning money from a job means you were hit with federal and state income tax, as well as three different payroll taxes. Then you bought the stock. The company you bought the stock in turned around, did business for a bit, earned a ton of money, and then the company had to pay income taxes on those earnings. Not to mention that part of the expenses that that company had to pay was the other half of their employees' payroll taxes. The earnings that company made likely led to the share price to go up, which then let's say you sold your shares later and then bam, you're charged a capital gains tax. In short, you use the money that you got from your job, which was already taxed five different times, to buy the stock. Then the company earned money, which it had to pay a handful of taxes. Then the stock price grew, which means you then had to pay taxes on that as well. Personally, I think it's a little unfair to call capital gains a double tax. At this point, we're probably at a 10x tax. Some of you may disagree with my counting here, but my point here is that a capital gains tax is, at a minimum, a double tax. Much like regular income taxes, capital gains taxes are not specifically appropriated for anything. They just go into the federal and state government to fund their usual stuff. Alrighty, so that's our episode on the taxes on what you earn. Taxes are, they can be a really fun subject to talk about, really complicated, so I want to try to keep these episodes short because we can get into the weeds on this. So I want to keep these short, easy to digest, and just the facts. I hope that from here you're going to start to see that the type of income you get taxed on the most is your payroll income, or the money you make working your job. Between payroll and income taxes, you are taxed literally five different times. And then if you try to make money with that money, you got to pay even more taxes in the form of capital gains taxes. This is why it's a good idea to diversify some of your income. If you can build an additional stream of income, either from interest, dividends, real estate, or starting your own business, you can start paying a lower percentage of your income in taxes. Whatever it is that you're into, you will likely pay much less in taxes on that income than you would through your typical 9 to 5. If you are someone that is looking to retire early, it is essential that you recognize the impact that taxes are going to have on your life. And remember that capital gains taxes are some of the lowest taxes you'll have to pay. Now, I should also note here that I'm just a dude with a degree in finance who does plenty of reading and studying into this content before I put it out to you all. I am not a tax advisor, I am not an accountant, and I am not a tax attorney. So be sure to do some research on your own before you do anything specifically based on the things I tell you. So, as I said in the introduction, this is part one of a three-part series. Be sure to tune in next week for the breakdown on the taxes on the things you buy. I have, of course, been Alex. I hope you've all had a wonderful Memorial Day, and I will see you all next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast. Have a question on today's topics or have suggestions for future episodes? Send an email to mainstfinance at gmail.com. Sharing is caring, so if you learned something new and useful today, make sure you share with friends and family. Don't forget to like and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. For demonstrations and more examples, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We'll see you next time.